What the fuck is happening, fam? It's your boy, the Sultan Sativa, the Ayatollah of Indica, also known as Davy Puffin, also known as Willie the Cool Penguin, Ned Sparks, Lord Bonktomore. <coughs> and I'm ready to rock and fucking roll. Happy Monday. <coughs> I don't even know what's in this joint right now. A whole blend of fun stuff. Out of a jar that literally just had a bunch of random nugs in it. That's how I'm feeling right now. So, look, I've been quiet for a little while. I mean, I've been talking some shit on my Instagram. But I've been trying to live my life, man. We got, uh, we got a wild time that we're living in. And in this time, I, I don't want to fucking say there's no virus. Who fucking knows? All I know is that people can't stay out of my DMs trying to argue with me about it all fucking day. And the thing, the fact of the matter is that, you know, we're being told to do a lot of things that don't make any fucking sense. We're being told to do a lot of things that the people that are telling us to do these things aren't doing. It's fucking weird, man. But here in, on May 18th, if we were to go back in time to the beginning of all this shit, my story ain't switched up. Unlike CNN and Fox News and any of these other major, major media outlets. You know why my story hasn't switched up? Because I, under, I keep it simple, man. Keep it real fucking simple in all elements of my life when I'm trying to figure something out, something that is perplexing to me, something that the greatest homicide detective of all time from the Baltimore City Police Department, Lester Freeman, follow the money. Follow the fucking money. Who stands to gain? 9-11. Fucking our president and vice president. Coronavirus. Tons of people. I'm not going to get into that kind of shit here and there, right? I'm not going to get all worked up and fucking angry because I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of exerting energy, right? And if you're looking at me to validate your feelings because you had somebody that was labeled as a coronavirus death in your life and you want me to feel bad about it because you're feeling bad about it and you're trying to validate it in your own life, Stop, because I'm not the fucking one. You know, I think about all these, these people living with a victim mentality, and that's not me, man. That's not me, because as soon as I start playing the victim, then I alleviate responsibility and an ability in my life to find a solution. And as soon as I can't find a solution, as soon as I start blaming others... I've already lost. You know, I've been listening to my bitch voice. And for those of you who follow my personal Instagram, uh, I started 75 hard. Four days in, well, on the fifth day, uh, failed. Well, I didn't fail. fail. Failure implies giving up. I'm back on it. Today, day one, starting over. I don't have a choice, man. I've been listening to my fucking bitch voice too much in too many different elements. It's time to step it up and listen to my boss voice. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with 
Andy Frisella and the 75 Hard Program. I advise you check out the Real AF podcast. Uh, you can go to 75hard.com. It's a mental toughness program that is definitely not for the faint of heart. I've been bullshitting on even trying to get started and give it a real shot. And it's been out for quite some time. And I've been listening to this guy's shit for years now. But I feel as though I've gotten complacent. And in order for me to grow in the ways that I need to grow, I need to be able to fucking step it up, work harder, push myself further. To go places we've never been, we must do things we have never done. Oh, trying to keep it short and sweet today. I know we're gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit, you know, because I think about I just think about the internet and what people say and do versus what they actually do. You know, I see so many people that claim to be one way and and they're fucking not, dude. These people are just sad. All right, there's a uh you know, this whole defensive mindset, this mindset of like me against everyone and the self-pity First of all, if you threaten suicide on social media, you're a piece of shit. I don't care who you are. And you really don't want to kill yourself because if you did, you wouldn't fucking be posting that bullshit on your Facebook fucking page. And I don't care who likes it and who the fuck doesn't like it. You know, as somebody who's been in a psych ward multiple times, as somebody who's had a lot of fucking issues with... Self-fucking-pity and quote-unquote depression, anxiety. I mean, these are all things that are very real, and I don't want to minimize the things that people go through because of them. I mean, there's a voice in my head that has told me to kill myself for a very long time. Nobody gives a fuck. Fuck this shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy. Fuck you. Right? And... With that comes the lack of motivation, the, you know, the wallowing, right? And people get fucking mad at me, right? People always get mad when it's like, well, feel better, just feel better. But it really is that simple. I think about when I was shooting dope, and as soon as I knew I didn't have any more in the reserve, I would start thinking about how in a few hours I was going to start feeling sick. I was started thinking about how tomorrow was going to be fucking terrible if I didn't get any fucking dope. And I would think about it so much and obsess and obsess and obsess until I started making myself fucking sick. My guts would start rumbling. Any of my addict friends out there and, and fam, we know it as the bubble guts. Right, my legs would start hurting that restless leg syndrome. You know, if I really if I was really fucking sick with it that day, I'd even have the problem where like I feel like I have to pee, go pee, pee two drops, and then that was it, and then walk back and then feel like I have to pee again, pee two drops. You know, and I'm sorry to be crass or like talk about it but that's my fucking story man that's a part of dope withdrawal 
right? And that obsession, right, that compulsion to use, we go through the same shit with fucking social... When you sit on a fucking screen all day and just, like, look at other people and compare your insides to other people's outsides, which most of them are fucking bullshitting and they're trying to curate some bullshit, I'm gonna keep it a hundred all the time. I'm gonna be as authentic as I can if fucking... That doesn't mean I'm gonna get on my live crying and be like, Oh my god, my blah, 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 blah. Right? No, but if the day sucks, I'm gonna tell you my fucking day sucks, dude. But I'm also gonna keep it positive. I'm also gonna find a way to say, but here's what I'm doing to fucking try to get myself out of this fucking funk. You go, if I'm not feeling good physically... What am I doing to impact that? I had to learn when I got clean, right? If I'm feeling, if I'm acting out on a defect, right? I'm dealing with shortcomings. Acting out on my character defects, right? Which I know that a character defect is an asset that's been taken too far to the extreme on the other end. I had to, you know, code, for example, love is a great spiritual principle. But it is a defect when it turns into codependency, Right? Love, another one, is great. But when it turns into stalking, that is a shortcoming. If you have a restraining order and you're blocked on everything except maybe LinkedIn and you're still messaging that person on LinkedIn, come on, man, take a chill pill. I had to learn how can I positively impact my thoughts, attitudes, actions, behaviors by just fucking doing it. Right? If I'm depressed, I know one thing that fucking always makes me feel good. Helping somebody the fuck else. Because there's always somebody who's got shit worse than me. I've, I used to be an entitled fuck. That's a big part of why I continued to use. Uh, was because I always had an excuse. I always had a reason. I always had something that was making it so that I could justify my using. Oh, so-and-so did this. The fucking sun is out. It's a day that ends in Y. I deserve this, right? I, it was when I got clean that I realized I haven't done shit for fucking anybody. I was selfish. I just thought about me all the time, and it was only when I started doing for others did my life start getting better, right? So I urge any of you who fucking are depressed or have a general anxiety or this or that, go do something to positively impact it. Because once you do it once, then you have the experience. You can then say, oh, I know how to do this. I've done this before. Insert X, Y, Z occasions where you have done that. Apply those experiences in your life again and again and again. Repetition. It's math, dude. It's simple. A plus B equals C. Do it over and over and over and over. And you'll get good at it. And when you get good at helping people and helping people to help other people, then guess what? I guarantee you, you won't be feeling so depressed all the time. You know? Get up out of your bed before noon. Fucking don't stay up all day watching fucking Netflix. You know what makes me feel good? Accomplishing a hard task. Right? Because that's something that impacts me to the core. You know, I look at guys like Kobe, right? I think about all the people that were like, when Kobe died, oh, Kobe, 
Kobe died. We love Kobe. The fuck did you do that, that showed you love Kobe, man? If you really were inspired by Kobe, where were your two-a-days? Where were your 4 a.m.s? You know, because that dude fucking pissed excellence. No wonder you're fucking depressed. You compare yourself to people that it's, it's fucking... And then don't do anything. Compare you to you. Are you better than you yesterday? And every day is not going to be better than yesterday. You know, a man, a very good friend of mine told me something while I was fucking on a sick mushroom come down. He said, Elliot, not every day is going to be great. And you got to live each day sometimes to its potential. Shout out to the man, King Kron. I said I wasn't going to get fired up, but I'm feeling passionate today. It's Monday, man. I've been up since 6 a.m. I've done a little bullshitting, but I've already been out on a run. I've been pushing myself. I've been ignoring my fucking little bitch voice. I've been cleaning up my house. I'm going to hang with my kids. Life is good, you know. I think about the things that are going on. And I think about how much I have to be grateful for. And what what gratitude truly is. So look, it's a fucking action word. And most people don't get that. Because they don't act. So look, man, I think about it, right? Look, I look today, I saw an article. Let's switch it up. Cannabis does it again. They've been testing different strains, strand of ours. They've been looking it over. And now they're saying, can cannabis be a preventer for the coronavirus? And I've been saying this the whole fucking time. You can go back and check out episode, I think it's 12. It's right in the title. Can cannabis kill coronavirus? And you can hear my theories about it, right? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a healing medicine, anti-inflammatory, and anti-fungal, right? Scientists had said they had they tested over 400 different strains. Now there's fucking, they've narrowed it down to 12. That can be coronavirus preventers. Now, I urge you, if they come out with some concentrated cannabinoid fucking extract put out by Big Pharma, don't fucking take it. Just smoke your shit, ingest it, right? They're saying people are fucking depressed. Think about it. You eat so much. How much fucking McDonald's do you eat? How much fast food do you eat? And I'm not judging because I'm guilty as fucking charged. I eat a lot of bullshit. You know, this past week has been pretty good, but it's, you know, I need to ramp it up. But if 90% of our serotonin is created in our gut, say even 50%, you're talking about Half of your feel-good chemical in your body created in your gut, and you're putting nothing but bullshit in your body. Trash, just high cholesterol foods, high sodium, high fucking everything. And you're just overloading hella sodas and sugars and other processed bullshit. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, eat nothing but vegetables, but, you know... It's like, no wonder you're fucking depressed. Eat shitty, plus don't get any physical activity, plus sit on the fucking couch and watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever fucking streaming service you're obsessed with or scrolling your fucking feeds. No wonder you're fucking depressed. Not doing anything to feel fucking good. You know, and for me, 
I'm just trying to share my experience, right? And these are the things that I tell myself. If it feels like I'm bouncing around a lot, it's because I don't have any notes. I'm shooting from the hip today. I'm recording outside, breathing some fresh Baltimore air, listening to some birds chirp, some dogs bark, some sirens ring. It's Baltimore, man. You know, it's been uh, it's been an interesting last couple of months, and I'm excited to see what the next couple of months bring. Maryland is starting to open up a little bit. I went down to Ocean City, Motor City, go vroom vroom. Got to ride with the homie. Got to see some old friends, uh, people whose businesses I've supported for a long time, and now I'm able to be in a position to partner up with them. It's exciting, man. Ocean City was definitely weird. Hella masks. Didn't see many masks on the beach, but I will admit I did not spend a lot of time on the beach. It was a little chilly, and I wasn't getting in that fucking cold water. I did, however, get to enjoy the boardwalk. People watching. There was plenty of people walking around. It, It didn't feel like what it normally is this time of year, but it's getting there, man. It's getting there. You know, people I think are starting to wake up. I think people, a lot of people that were on the fence in the beginning are, are moving more towards a, I think this is fucking bullshit. And that's great, man. That's great. I mean, cause look, it's not about who's fucking right and who's wrong. This is about our future, the future of us as humans. Our government doesn't necessarily have our best interest at heart. I I don't know, man. I'm always open to having an intelligent conversation, always. But as soon as emotions start getting rampant, I'm not fucking around. Period. You know, I think about in cannabis right now in Maryland, Curio fucking wellness, still, still lobbying for uh, a second grow facility. Now, I spoke about this before. I didn't end up releasing my live that I had put together that I was going to put do as a podcast episode. Uh, so here we're going to go into it right now. Curio wellness has been lobbying to the MMCC from what I hear directly to Will Tilburg, the head of the MMCC, has um, been saying that they need to grow more cannabis. Now, every everyone has been building out their facilities. Evermore have been building out. Colta building out. I'm assuming everyone else, G-Leaf building out. Adding more space, but Curio supposedly has no more space to build out. Now, because of that, they feel as though they are entitled. Notice this word coming up, right? Entitled. As the best, quote-unquote, according to Leafly Cannabis Company in the state of Maryland. And with that being said, they feel as though they need a second facility. Originally, I had heard a second license. Due to flower shortage in Maryland and not being able to supply, not being able to meet demand. They need a second facility, I heard, on the eastern shore, maybe Ken Island. 
right? Little power play. Try to be the first grow on the shore. Colta there. Vireo's over there. You want to be the first one people, people cross over and can see from the Bay Bridge. All right, motherfucker. All right. You know, we think about it. That would set a precedent here in the U.S. We're under one license. Multiple facilities could be opened. Now, they do that with dispensaries all the time, albeit. But they don't do that with a grow. Why is that? You need a second license. Why is that? That's what Curio is asking right now. Well, there's a shortage, right? I remember just a year ago, just a fucking year ago, they filed a lawsuit against the MMCC to try to block the licenses for women and minorities to be able to get involved and get one of 10 processor licenses and four grow licenses. Now, we already know how the game is played. We know... That the majority of the applying companies have scarecrows, straw men, and women so that they can have the right ownership percentages, but we know who owns it. And Curio said, no, 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 no. These licenses, you guys said you would do your due diligence. Do your due diligence and find out if we truly need, if we truly need any more license holders at the current moment in the current state just a year ago they didn't care that as a byproduct their lawsuit looked manipulative and systemically oppressive by saying no maryland we don't give a fuck that you want to be progressive and uh try to set up a program that could be a national thing we don't give a fuck about about black people getting into the game we care about them getting into prison. It's like they didn't say that. That's not a quote. Do not quote me on that. But that's what I that's what I would feel like. Fuck it. You know, we fucking <clears throat> uh, how is it that a year ago you said during a fucking flower shortage said we didn't know if we needed more flour. Right? First of all, this bullshit 10 processors licenses the process go back and listen to my episode uh with mpx right about the my tour of the mpx facility right mpx uh, uh mso processor showed me their lab friends of the let's talk about it podcast and lord bonchmore and they were telling us about how how difficult it was for them to source quality material you know so much so they had to have their own section at a SunMeds facility and nobody likes sun mids, but they do a good job with it, okay? So, that being said, with Curio trying to stop a loss, stop the expansion of growers and processors in the state, right? More growers and more processors uh, expands the marketplace, would probably draw more interest. I was talking to somebody on the Eastern Shore, and they said that. High tide opening up has been uh, has been great. Positive energy has been great. You know, expansion is good. We know that cannabis is essential now, but to do it in a shady f- back room, fucking politically connected way is dirty. Curio, shame on you. Fucking shame on you. 
The rules apply to you too. And while you're at it, if you want to lobby, you want to do something good, you want to benefit Maryland cannabis, then why don't you, and you got Will Tilburg's fucking ear, why don't you tell him to first of all swap it from 10 processors and four growers to four processors and 10 growers? Because that's what we need. I still am hearing flower shortage, flower shortage, flower shortage. And it's because so much gets blasted into fucking concentrates because it's just bullshit. Right? Come on. You know, I mean, sure, in Croptober we'll have, in November we'll have plenty of cult of sun-grown concentrates. You know, the marketplace will be flooded once again with that. We'll have plenty of sun-grown flour. Three more acres added on to the, the Colta outdoor facility, or two more acres, excuse me, totaling three acres. You know, I don't know if they got greenhouses up or what, but it is, in fact, uh, you know, that time of year. Plants getting ready to go outside, soil amended, ready to go. You know, I guess what I'm saying before I veer too far off, uh, if Curio like really was looking out for patients they wouldn't be trying to do shit in the back they'd be up front they'd be saying hey this is what we want but they don't want the backlash from the rest of the industry because they know what they're doing and what they're trying to do is foul and that's facts this is the same company where one of the owners owns a local Fox 45 affiliate and has run multiple specials on Curio Wellness Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. So, my question is, what are you going to do? How are you going to get involved? Vote with your fucking dollars. Boycott Curio is still in effect. I never stopped. Anyway, moving on. Let's move on to some happy Maryland weed shit. We're finally going to get some a new cookie strain here in fucking Maryland. The snowman. Chilly. That was a, more of a bird man, but it's fucking, it's going to be cold. For those who've never had the snowman, you're in for a treat. You know, powers up one of his most famous or infamous claim to fame strains. The snowman. So look, I feel like I'm starting to ramble, you know, we've, we've covered a lot, um, I'm excited, I'm back, I'm not gonna let the weather or my own bullshit, my bitch voice get in the way of me talking to you guys, interacting, engaging, helping, uh, and ultimately healing some of you guys, so please keep reaching out. If you enjoyed the conversation, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Make them subscribe. Steal your girlfriend's phone. I know you know the password. Log into her podcast app on the Google app or Apple Podcast or Spotify, whatever you like to listen to. Subscribe, rate, and review. And if you don't, dude, it's, it's simple. If you don't like the podcast, don't fucking, don't tell anybody. If you do like it, tell somebody, post it, show them you're listening to it. Let them know that you listen to the best fucking can of podcast in the fucking country. 
That's on life. So, please, it helps other people to find it too when you like and subscribe it. And you'll be the first ones to fucking know. And every time I drop a podcast, the first person that can tell me, that can show me that they listen to it, or that, that posts up, the podcast is getting a prize for me. Always. I'm always giving out gifts. So, subscribe and fucking hit me. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Have a good one. Crush it.